0: Mr. Fuji, I'm not familiar
1: with this sort of pre-match preparation. Perhaps
0: you could explain. Ninjin is very simple. Imagine this time of the nobody's steamboats on. Very, very impressive, Mr. Fuji. Another brick? And this is the Lake of Ricky-san. This is Lake, ah, I would love here. Lake for you, Konone. The intensity is incredible. Very, very impressive. And Fuji.
1: this is Rip's replication.
0: You have got to be kidding me. I think I'm going to end this report before we run out of bricks and wood. But stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be right back with the Kung Fu Challenge Match. Very good. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. My name is Joey. And my name is Chris. All right, Chris, it's time for a belated Halloween special of Saturday night's main event. Yes. And I say that because they were belated, not us.
1: Right. Well, as these are taped, this one aired on November 2nd, 1985. So it was just a couple days after. But yeah, it's very Halloween themed. And-,
0: <laughs> and everybody's like, over, like, you know. Unless you're like a hardcore Halloween nut, like you're over Halloween, yeah. three days after Halloween, yeah, and that's would, being generous, right?
1: You would have thought they would have done the October one, even if it's at the beginning of the month, because yeah. Yeah. people will start getting geared up for Halloween then. But no, oh, wait, they did, they, did.
0: they yeah. did actually by having that wedding.
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah Yay. yeah but the so yeah they start off and it's they, they have the Halloween there's basically a Halloween party going on yeah and they have Halloween games spread throughout between the matches yes and uh yeah and everybody's in costume like yes. everybody's on the show is in costume and so it's yeah it's good that's kind of amusing I think
0: yeah, it's, we kick off with Heenan with Chocolate Face. Yeah, so. they've got like
1: bobbing for like tiny pumpkins in chocolate <laughs> sauce, which is like really gross looking, <laughs> and difficult. Like, yes. how do you bob for a pumpkin
0: but i don't know but there'll be much more wackiness
1: as the show goes yeah. on <laughs> right. but they basically at the start of the show they kind of introduce a lot of the segments on the show they have hogan and andre and piper's there and jesse and i, I like that they're connecting the main events together like yeah. they are really connected because stuff that happened in the previous one is going to come up with this one because yeah. piper interrupted the wedding a little bit and Jesse said stuff on commentary during yeah. the wedding, and so the hillbillies have problems with both of those guys.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, too, because there's a, a definitely a percentage of fans, I'll say fans, a percentage of
1: watchers yeah.
0: that only know these shows and aren't watching whatever syndicated shows might be around yeah. because they're getting those people that are tuning in for Saturday Night Live. Right. And some of them, yes, yeah, some of them will tune out, but some of them are making a point to watch it. Yeah. But for those ones in the middle... They that's what they know. That's their reference point. So they don't know anything between the shows that aired except for these. Right. So it does make sense that they would do that. And I I
1: do dig that. It's it's a very smart thing to do. Right. So, but coming up, the first match on the show starts right away. The show just kind of kind of hits the ground running. It's uh junkyard dog versus Terry Funk with his manager Jimmy Hart.
0: How can you not with Terry Funk in full eighty-five mode, crazy as hell? Spit tobacco at the camera, of course, right off the bat. Yeah. And we're going to have a, a match, a, a revenge match, really, because this is a grudge match at this point. Yeah. Considering that Terry Funk already beat Junkyard Dog with a branding iron multiple times, yeah. I think at the Garden or something it looked yeah. like, by the footage. So, yeah. It's it's a quick match, but it's super fun. I mean, classic, classic hero versus villain. Yeah. Because JYD is one of the great heroes of all time, and Terry Funk is a freaking madman who ties into better to Halloween than most of anything you see on the show. Oh, yeah. Believe it. It's like, at one point, at his peak, scarier than any of the horror movie villains rolled into one. Right. So,
1: yeah. But, yeah, like, the match itself was, I mean, Junkyard Dog got the advantage early because he he pretty much attacked Terry before the bell and never really relinquished control for good portions of the
0: match. And he loves that body slam. Yeah. (laughs) It's like five of them before he got
1: into the rolling
0: headbutts. Yeah. Know, so.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it was it was okay, and I thought the finish was okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but and there was a shenanigans post match, yeah. as you would think during a, a grudge such as this. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is really the first. Of any of the Saturday Night's Main event matches where I'm like, that's fun. If if, if you see it around, yeah. maybe stop down on that match.
1: Yeah, uh, that's what I would say that it's a fun match. I wouldn't really yeah. call it good, but it was fun. Yeah.
0: If, if you got ten minutes on your lunch break or something, you know, mm-hmm. and you got a smartphone, whip it out and watch the beginning of this episode. <laughs> right. And you'll see a fun match on your break.
1: Yeah.
0: So, how about that? Let's do it that way. Sure. We're in the smartphone age, right? Yeah, so, hey, uh, yeah. why
1: not? Yeah. <laughs> And right after that is the first of the Halloween-themed activities, contest, whatever you want to call them. It's a chocolate pie-eating contest, (laughs) pitting Captain Lou Albano versus King Kong Bundy. Now let
0: me say, this is not the thing you want to be watching when you're eating. Yeah, because I was I made that mistake and I immediately <laughs> yeah. lost my appetite. I'm not even kidding. I actually didn't finish like the food I prepped for myself to eat. I didn't eat the last four bites because of Bundy exactly.
1: and yeah. Albano. So you didn't like their chocolate beard face? <laughs> going on? So double. disgusting. Yeah, because Bundy was uh, dressed up as uh, Abe Lincoln. So he had like a fake beard and he had like chocolate, and of course Lou had it all over his face too.
0: Yeah, and he's dressed up like a, a, a ancient Greek or something. Something, like that? yeah, because Hogan's like a Spartacus type or you. Caesar type Some or whatever, whatever the hell. Spartacus in front of the people, and he's he Caesar backstage, right? Right. All right. Anyway, but yeah, it was it was it was a dumb waste of time. <laughs> but, but if you
1: uh, keep in score at home, uh, Lou won because. <laughs> yeah. 'Cause they said so. Yeah. Like, how can you tell? Like there's I, I there's know. chocolate and whipped cream everywhere. Like, uh, you can, how is
0: any pie eating contest that scientific? Yeah. Like there's still gonna be stuff in the pan, no matter what. Even right. if you're doing like the whipped cream pies. Yeah. There's stuff in there. It's never right. not gonna be in there. Right. That's not technically finishing and I cleaning
1: need, your plate. I need to know the rules of this match to determine who actually was the contender. <laughs> yes. Province of Quebec rules are less confusing. <laughs> And then right after that was a Piper's Pit. uh, Hillbilly Jim, Uncle Elmer, and Cousin Junior wanted to confront Piper and Ventura because they blamed Piper for some of the stuff that was said and it was Ventura. So Ventura like took his jacket off and got in the ring too. Yeah, but it didn't really lead to. A whole bunch Uh, They did uh, They challenged them Yeah That's what it kind of led to Because Orton was back He wasn't with Piper On the last show Right But he was with him On this one And uh, they do the The schoolboy trip On Cousin Junior And and get out of the ring Real quick
0: Yeah So Possibly a sixth man On the horizon I honestly Mm -hmm. don't know If they booked that match Or not If it just turned into Piper Orton Versus two of them So we'll we'll see on the next one That's a good teaser Yeah so we'll see on the next main event. I'm actually curious. This could be a potentially fun matchup. So yeah,
1: it'd have to be a while though, because this is the last one in '85, and this is yeah. the beginning of November. It's so.
0: gonna be like January, yeah. 8, January '86 before the next one. But yeah, we'll see. I'm, I I hope they do it just yeah. because now they, you know,
1: I'm watching these. I'm a little bit invested in it. So. Right. Yeah. And then the next segment is another Halloween activity. It's Bobby Heaton versus Cousin Junior, <laughs> bobbing for pumpkins. <laughs> So yet another segment with Big Chocolate Face Yes <laughs>
0: Alright I have nothing to add Yeah <laughs> it's, I don't
1: even know I kind of stopped paying attention Yeah um, And then the next actual wrestling match Is Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy with Bobby Heenan Versus Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant with Lou Albano
0: Yes Andre upgrading his tag team partner once again Yeah And I think it worked out a little better this time for yeah. him Yeah uh, Without spoiling the finish It's a more satisfying finish than the previous one but it was like the exact Uh, same match in a sense yeah like there was a absolute formula to these tag matches and they did them probably at every house show and this was no exception almost the same finish like i said slightly more satisfying entertaining enough i mean maybe even especially for its time but on a show like this where there's a lot of microwave matches. They gave this a little bit more time to breathe, and I think that really helped. Yeah. The you know what, where its overall status is going to be. So. Yeah. That's how I feel about it.
1: I agree. Yeah, everything you said, I yeah. kind of agree with. It's not like my favorite kind of match because it's a whole bunch of big dudes, but yeah, it was fine.
0: <laughs> yes, and I remember them showing the finish of that a lot when they would do those packages for the inevitable Hulk Andre match at Mania three. This was one of the highlights that they would always use yeah. in putting
1: over how good of friends they were. Right. So, there. I do have a memory of it slightly. So Sure. Yes. And then that leads pretty much directly into the next match. It's an intercontinental title match. Uh, the champion Tito Santana versus Macho Man Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, I saw this on the description and I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. And also the intrigue of, I haven't seen a whole lot of Santana title defenses as Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. I, I saw him win it and I saw him chase it a bit. But this is interesting because I've seen Savage beating him for the IC title, but I've never seen any of the matches leading up to this. So I was actually super excited about this. You got early Hungry Macho Man. Just, I mean, not that he ever didn't wrestle like he meant it, but man, he was all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so fun to watch in like 85, 86, especially. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and Santana, you know, probably in his prime at this point, you could argue. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, just, uh, I was really looking forward to it. And it's one of those things where this match was definitely hurt by being on Saturday Night's main event in a sense that there was a lot of a time limit restraint going against it as far as this is a segment, not so much a match.
1: Yeah, it was really short. And, like you said, Savage came out and started doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah But it was just so short And it was kind of disappointing it finished too I think Yeah so But I mean it's a it's a main event of course So I mean you kind of expect that if it leads to something somewhere But yeah. if it doesn't it's just kind of like eh, Yeah okay
0: I'm telling you you're going to see some amazing two segment epics later on Yeah uh, As this series continues Yeah And sadly they hadn't figured that out Around the time for this kind of a match Yeah but it just was not to be for them tonight. If you're completist for any of these guys, of course watch it. But
1: we can't recommend it very heavily. No. And the finish blows. Yeah. So, yeah. But then right after that, we get like a f- extreme close up on Mr. Fuji as he's like grinding his fist into his own head. <laughs> that for, was like amazing. Five seconds. Because <laughs> you were, you were saying something and then you just kind of stopped talking. Like, what's happening? Yeah. I I am guilty of of yakking a lot during some of these uh, much to probably Christmas regret.
0: but he's very nice not to ever call me out on it but that one right there you're like whoa and it's like something out of like a really crazy like late 60s early 70s like art film right because when you hold on anything like that especially on this kind of a television show you hold down on something like that for about 10 seconds you're
1: like whoa that feels like 30 seconds it wasn't 10 but it seemed kind of like it yeah so, but, but uh, getting hyped up for the kung fu match. Yeah, which I think is funny because he's <laughs> Fuji. At least is from Japan. And, yeah. you know, it's karate, not yeah. kung fu. But. Yeah, right anyway, the <laughs> uh, next up is the kung fu challenge, Mister Fuji, with Magnificent Morocco as his manager slash second, versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So in,
0: interesting point in Fuji's career because he just recently at this point became like a full fledged manager. But his brain is not an ex-wrestler at this point. He yeah. still has fights in him, and he's yeah. still kind of
1: having the occasional fight. Yeah. So this is kind of neat to see Fuji still with it, you know. Right. But so. my question is, what's the difference between a kung fu challenge and a normal wrestling match? Like, what? Are, what's the rules? Like, what were the rule differences?
0: They never said anything about the rules. Exactly. I was like, are we going to get a point system here? Uh-huh. Or, you know, like when they have those lame amateur wrestling matches. Right. No. Which I love that Raw made fun of a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, yeah, that that's the only thing that, that is dated about this show now. I mm-hmm. just did that. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Uh, but, yeah, they didn't even say there was going to be a point system. Nope. They didn't appoint any judges. Nope. I don't think Morocco would have been unbiased. Nope. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's like, they start off like, oh, and they make all the little karate poses. Right. And you're like, okay, well, you know, something's going on here. Yeah, but they,
1: they were kicking each other a little bit. It mm. takes
0: about 20 seconds for it to bog down to a regular-ass wrestling match. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. And both of these guys are great yeah. wrestlers. Right. Uh, one guy really, not even in his prime yet, but amazing. And one guy that's, you know, a manager right, right. now. So, But yeah. I will say... With all those factors being said and the fact that it's confusing as to what kind of match this was. Yeah. I, I think I was kind of really entertained it by was the a match. Fun, it was another
1: really fun match. Yeah. yeah. This 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 show I guess is The book ended well. Yeah. It was Fun, I would say. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say anything good. on here was really good, yeah. but it was. It was. There was some fun stuff.
0: Yes, I'm a karate man. I was like making <laughs> yeah. jokes, like yeah. the karate man, and it's like all chops and kicks and stuff, yeah. and then it's like suplex, yeah, <laughs>
1: suplex, <wrist> lock <laughs> dropkick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I see all of those in uh, these kung fu exhibitions yeah. that air on television. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> Do you watch a lot of those? No.
0: Okay. No. <laughs> You ever, try to, you ever do that thing where you're like, I'm going to watch sumo. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start watching it and you're like... Oh, uh, no, I, I actually like enjoy it. it. You're I'm like, oh, it. I got to to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Good for you. I <laughs> I tried. Maybe, you know, I should watch a few more of them. Maybe I'm judging yeah. it by one bad match. Probably. You can't, yeah. you can't judge it by Big Show. Come on. <laughs> no, it's not Big Show. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, sir. <laughs>
1: But, but yeah, so that was a fun match to end the show. There were only four matches on this show tonight. But we did get a final segment. We went back to the Halloween party and everyone's in there. And it's a the pumpkin pass. So they yeah. split the baby faces versus the uh, heels and you have to pass a pumpkin without using your hands. So basically, like, un- wedge it under your chin. Yeah. And pass it, like, that to each person. And meanwhile, everybody's using their hands. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like immediately. Like, the baby yeah. faces go first. And, and they and, even cheat. Yeah. They, like, and they get mad at the heels for cheating. Yeah. I'm like, you just did the same thing. Yeah. Turn backs to the camera. And, like, if they have a cape on their costume, the cape goes up. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so. It's. Good times. It's you- silly you want to
0: see rare cleavage shots of miss elizabeth this is the yeah. only way i can recommend this segment because those were actually kind of few and far between for yeah. uh for kids at the time so um. that that's pretty much it it's it's a pretty terrible segment once again
1: <laughs> yeah my favorite part of the whole thing i think was uh chic and volkov's costumes
0: man yeah you know what and that you can see that in uh during the pie eating contest yeah. So, even if you don't want to watch that last segment, all right. we won't spoil it. Right. I mean, I feel like that's the the least thing we should yeah. spoil. Yeah. Volkov and Sheik, once again, amazing costumes. <laughs> yeah. They did a... I mean, whoever made those costumes went the extra mile. Yeah. You, you'll see. This isn't store-bought shit. Right. So, yeah, I don't
1: think he could buy those. No, no, not at
0: all. So <laughs> Not in yeah. that size anyway.
1: All right. But yeah, so that was the last segment So the show ended with uh, the only woman in the room Getting yelled at by a whole bunch of dudes yeah. So that's awesome right? it's, it's no way to get women to keep coming back Right <laughs> Wonder but what they, the Women at Home thought about that right. so. But they did have Because I guess when you were explaining last time About how it was a like a late, late show Because like, they had two segments after that Where it was just like Vince and um, Jesse Talking to each other yeah, Recapping Yeah And, and recapping But they did it twice They're like We'll be right back And it was just another one So I guess that makes sense that yeah. was, It was late late night So nobody was watching Yeah anyway.
0: And even the old Primetimes did that too Like yeah. Actually
1: every episode Of
0: Primetime Wrestling They talk about The end of the main event And they talk about Anything else that's going on During that episode yeah. And they say We'll be right back And then the tagline says More WWF action And it's or more primetime wrestling or whatever, and it's just two more minutes of them talking and then they go to the credits roll. Yeah. Like they they had it like just a formula for every one of these shows. And I don't understand the nature of that versus tacking on another minute or two of a match. Especially when you could just have one last talking segment at the very end of the show before the credits roll as opposed to a talking segment, then a commercial, then talking, then credits. To me that doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's that's the expense of the superstars.
1: Yeah, just trying to get the commercials in and I I guess I like it better than like breaking like more commercials during the show but watching it all these years later without the commercials it just looks weird yeah yeah but anyway yeah. so on the rankings there are only four matches on this show so at the bottom of the barrel unfortunately was one that we said was fun was the first match on the show Junkyard Dog versus Terry Funk which kind of surprised me but yeah I mean it's all these all these matches are kind of they all have good points about them yeah They're not great, but they all have points that are like, yeah, I like that part of it. Yeah, yeah, so
0: nothing just got awful on this one like the previous show. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was just kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, Next up, ranking in at number three, was the Intercontinental title match. Also surprising. You thought that would have been higher, but there were reasons why it couldn't be. Exactly. Coming in at number two is the tag match. uh, Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy versus Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Yes. And then ranking it at number one, just because we thought it was really fun, and the post-match shenanigans were yeah. a whole lot of fun. We didn't talk about the post-match yeah. shenanigans, but yes. It was uh, Mr. Fuji versus Ricky Steamboat in a non-kung-fu challenge. <laughs> yes,
0: I have to recommend a stop down on that, just because of what you just said there. The yeah. post-match shenanigans, you won't see it coming. You, you could yeah. put any kind of money down on this... And not be able to call what happens after the bell rings. Right. And I dare, I dare you, you can't be honest with yourself and say, no, I saw that coming. No, because I've never seen this ever. Right. Like, not from a guy like this. Yeah. So, yeah, once again, man, I've been putting over how much I've enjoyed watching Morocco uh, in these years of my era here sure. as a fan. Morocco, super fucking entertaining. Yeah. Love that guy. So, yeah recommendation right there has to be number one kung fu non-kung fu
1: challenge
0: yes so yeah we'll go and get out of here uh once you watch that segment please message us immediately to tell us what you thought of that and how can they do that chris
1: they can do that by going to cnjradio.com for the wrestling house show website and linked from the.com are our facebook and twitter pages leave us a message on facebook because that is the quickest way that we're going to respond to it and actually see it And, of course, on cnjradio.com, our complete family of shows and sites, Rock Strikes 10, The Synaptic, and The Last Theater on the left.
0: All right. Well, will they have that six-man booked? You're going to have to stay tuned and find out, unless you want to cheat and skip ahead on the network. But Mm. you're going to find out with us, possibly. Will that epic six-man tag match get booked? We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.